Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for Spirit Tribal and Magic the Gathering. On this episode, I'm going to give you my top five in Pioneer. Also, a world champion has been crowned. Then, and finally, the shout out section, where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Are you excited? Because I know I am. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. I am your host, White, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. That's right. Let me know how I'm doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or I shouldn't quit my day job? And then finally, MTGEctoplasm.com, where it's my website, where I put up the latest and greatest episodes up there and if you want to donate to this show i would humbly appreciate it and also if you want to sponsor an episode like this one you can do that there now ladies and gentlemen as i do every week i come and ask you i humbly plead i humbly i'm down on bending knee you see i have my hands folded together i'm asking you wherever you're streaming this podcast right now there is a like a follow a subscribe button something like that somewhere uh i want to say on the lower right hand corner right around there do me a favor hit that button for me all right because i want you to know when i post my latest episode you can get it instantaneously and you're gonna go wow what a great episode and also don't forget to share this with your friends and family those who enjoy magic the gathering or spirit content you don't have to be a spirit guy, but or girl, shall I say, but as long as you're in the world of Magic the Gathering, you enjoy uh, the game, then you know what? You'll like the show. Now, let me begin by saying, because this is a worldwide sensation, I want to thank you, the listener around the world, making this your number one spot for Spirit Tribal and Magic the Gathering. Now, there are new countries that have joined the MTG Ectoplasm family. They've joined the Spirit Squad. Let me start with Uruguay. That's right, a South American nation. Mexico. Muchísimas gracias. Panama, Puerto Rico. Are you kidding me? I love this. And Malta. Malta, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. So I want to thank all those new nations listening around the world to this spirit, uh, this spirit content, and I hope I don't let you down. And just, just throwing it out there, ladies and gentlemen, I do speak Spanish fluently. So to my Hispanic listeners, if you're curious and want me to do an MTG ectoplasm in Espanol, do me a favor. Reach out to me at MTG ectoplasm. Let me know. I'm not afraid to do it. You're free to do it. You know, uh, it'd be a new challenge, a new, uh, new fun thing to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, now that the pleasantries are over and done with, now the homework is done. It's now time to get to the meat potatoes of the show. And let me begin by saying, the engineer of the show. The young lady who videotapes it, for those who are unaware, uh, my wife has uh, been putting clips of my show, previous episodes, and throwing them on YouTube. So if you want to visibly, possibly see some newer versions of new videos of me or old clips or just listen to old clips, you can do that now on YouTube as well. Just put MTG Ectoplasm. And it's thanks to my wonderful wife, the Ravishing Renata. You will hear her on several episodes. But thanks to her, ladies and gentlemen, she is allowing me to do a giveaway. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I am giving away something. And that something will be given out. Oh, you're going to have to listen a little later. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil the surprise here. But if you listen to later on in this episode, I'm going to spoil what I'm giving away and when I'm giving it away. And it's going to be fun for me because I'm going to expect you to watch a show, a different show on Twitch. 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen, on Twitch. So now that I've gone, done, did everything that I wanted to do and said, you know, my little my little thing of the Ravishing Renata, I'm going to talk about the top five decks in Pioneer. Now you're going to go, ladies and gentlemen, Dwight, what is your issue here? You have been doing this podcast since January 6th. That's right, January 6th of 2020. And I have been primarily focused on modern once in a while i do touch legacy here and there you know with guests i do talk about pioneer but i've never truly focused in the world of pioneer and the reason why is why have i not focused in pioneer obviously there was a worldwide pandemic pioneer was a format created by watsi that was interesting it was a format, an open format, where brewers and neck deckers can come together and just play and build and so on and so forth. Because I don't know if you're aware, if you look at the price of modern, it's expensive. It's terribly expensive. And at the time, modern wasn't in a good place. It was just a handful of decks that were winning here and there, willy-nilly, while Pioneer was the open format. Well, as a year goes by, or a year and a half, shall I say, goes by, modern has changed. It has changed completely. It's no longer those one or two decks that are winning here and there. It's a wide open format. Now, the problem is, is that we're seeing changes here and there when new sets come out. There's no the consistency. There's not the old dog and the new dog fighting for the bone. It's usually the newer dog that's winning and kicking the old dog's back end. So people are a little upset about that. And they're like, no, nah, I, I, I want my old, my old decks. I want to play something comparable to it. So Pioneer is the format for this. But like I said, thanks to COVID, uh, it took off in the beginning and it did exceptionally well, but unfortunately, it slowed down a lot. Because this is a paper format. You know, you can play it on MTGO, and I know some of you are like, well, I play it on MTGO, blah, 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 blah. Realistically, it's, a, it's supposed to be a paper format. It's a, it's a format where you go to uh, uh, like a Monday night, uh, sorry, Friday night magic and play it there. That, that was the goal. That was the goal for Watsi. They wanted to make a cheaper version of modern. Now, also a thing that screwed Pioneer besides COVID was the bannings. It took a while for... Watsi to come up with certain bands. Uro was a huge problem in the format. Fortunately, it didn't take them forever to do something about Tybalt's trickery. Okay, for those who don't remember what it was like uh, during Caltime, where Tybalt's trickery was just a, a deck or a particular card that just really affected multiple formats, and it affected Pioneer dramatically. And a lot of people were really upset because Watsi didn't do. They were twiddling their thumbs going, well, you know, we're not going to ban this. We're not going to ban this. It, it really made Pioneer not fun. Fortunately, the bannings came. They, they, they took the axe, or shall I say, they brought the guillotine. And it's a lot better now. It's a much, much better format. Now, where, where, where do I stand with Pioneer? I think Pioneer's going to grow. I don't think, I think we're on a verge now. I don't think COVID will ever go away, honestly. And this is just my personal opinion. I think it will, uh, something will happen where uh, we're going to look at it as possibly the new influenza, uh, unfortunately. I think this is a, a, a illness that we're going to have to deal with and live with for the rest of our days. But... That doesn't mean that I don't think Pioneer can survive it. I, I, I'm saying I believe Pioneer can survive COVID, as many of us have survived it. I think it will grow. I think it will prosper. I think it just needs more time. I think LGSs need to get on the bandwagon and say, you know what, let's push this format. 
it's not it, it's great for them because they can sell you know singles uh, or boxes or so on and so forth or challenger decks that's right ladies and gentlemen challenger decks and that's the main reason why i'm doing this episode because you know what challenger decks are coming around the corner they're only a couple days away from being released and i said you know what they're going to be there's going to be people buying these challenger decks and they're going to want to know what are the best decks out there and if i pick up a particular one what should i expect in the meta so i'm going to tell you now one thing I wish Watsi would end up doing is something I see that's really an issue for Pioneer. This is my one of my biggest gripes in Pioneer is the mana. The mana needs to be adjusted. The mana needs to be fixed, and Watsi needs to do it, uh, I would hope, expeditiously. That means ASAP. Unfortunately, right now, we have the enemy quicklands. I would like to see the uh, the you know, friendly quick lands, especially for us who play spirits. I would like to see what, uh, uh, a sea chrome coast, whatever the white green is one. I, I, I forget. And I forgot what it is, but I would like them to make those so we can start playing those. So some mana fixing, Watsi, please. If you want this format to take off mana fixing also, one other thing I would love Watsi to do, and this is going to shock a lot of you, is something that's actually made modern a lot more fun. And I'll be honest with you, I'm one of these people that, that was a little standoff on modern in the very beginning, but I love modern, and I especially love modern masters. Huge fan of Modern Masters 1, huge fan of Modern Masters 2, and personally, I would love to see a pioneers masters there would you know you it would be fun to see particular cards specifically made for pioneer if you could do it for modern why can't you do it for pioneer and especially if you're going to do some modern you know mana fixing and you're not going to give us fetch lands which i i 100 percent you know what i'm applauding bravo do not give us fetch lands because we don't need them you know, let that be a modern thing. Like legacy is the actual true dual lands. Let those be let those things be those things. But I personally would love to see Pioneer Masters being made. So if Gavin Varhe or Varhe Hay is it or you know uh Mark Rosewater listening to this podcast, do me a favor. Consider it just saying i'm just throwing it out there now why my computer is making noise i have no not a clue but don't worry i muted it so here's my top five ladies and gentlemen in pioneer so i broke down why i'm talking about pioneer i'm going to give you my top five decks in pioneer in the fifth spot i chose mono black now for those who are like what the hell's mono black Mono Black is a vampire's deck. It deals with a lot of synergy, card drawing, and creature destruction. I actually built this deck. It's a fun deck. There's like, like I said, there's tons of synergy. And the vampires are so unbelievably uh, sharp that they usually go out of their way and kill very quickly. Um, it's not, you know, uh, spirits quick. But the cool thing about it is there's a lot of card draw, which leads to creature destruction. It's a great deck. Now, I'm going to be sincere here. If you're a spear player and you're playing against this deck, there's a couple cards that you need to consider to be out and keep an eye out for. Thoughtseize. They are playing with a place at a Thoughtseize. They're also playing with a playset of Soren Imperious Bloodlord. And let me just tell you, this Soren isn't a joke. This Soren is real. I mean, personally, I actually love its second ability. 
I really love its second ability. If I can bring, you know, for some reason my computer's poo-pooing here, but I wish I could bring it up and tell you what the second ability is. Why is this not working for me, sweet baby Jesus? Come on. Well, let me just tell you. As, as I'm speaking, the second ability, it does this. You may sacrifice a... Uh, Shoot. You may sacrifice a uh, vampire. When you do, Soren, the Imperious Blood blood Lord, deals three damage to any target, and you gain three life. And that's a negative one. I'm sorry, that's a plus one. That's a plus one. Are you kidding me? So you're telling me, oh, um... If I give rid of a vampire that's not really doing me anything, okay, I get to deal three to something and I gain three life? I mean, if you look at the deck, I mean, the one card that I would definitely do that with is Dust Legion Zealot. It's a two-mana creature that comes into play and basically uh, you lose a life and you draw a card. Well, when it comes into play, it already did its job, right? Oh, that's right. It does its job, and then guess what? You gain life now. And you deal damage to a creature. That's that's pretty damn sick, ladies and gentlemen. So at the five spot, mono black. Now, at the number four spot, this is a deck that I actually played against. I actually played against this when... Uh, Star City Games were doing their uh, thing. I, I don't know if was, you know they, they all they have different names for these like the Grand Prix and so on and so forth. But five color Niz Mizzet. I played against this deck, and I was playing a Azorius Spirit deck. Let me just tell you, this is a tough deck. Not saying it's not winnable; it's a hundred percent winnable. Let me tell you about it. It's a deck that uses powerful cards to find more powerful cards. I admit it's a little slow. It's a bit clunky. But the power between Niv-Mizzet and Omnath is the real deal. Okay. The thing about this deck, there's a lot of early creature destruction. So they want to keep you off balance. So they have enough mana to sit there and obviously obviously to play Niv-Mizzet or Omnath. And if they don't get their way, of course, they're going to use Bring to Light. Now, I'm going to tell you the three, the several cards you need to look out. Now, I'm not going to say, is it three? Yeah, there's three cards here that you got to consider. You got to keep an eye out for. The first one is Bring to Light because this one allows them to go fishing to get whatever card they want. Then Niv-Mizzet Reborn. Okay, Niv-Mizzet is a jerk, okay? He was okay when he was an Izzet guy, but now he wanted to go, you know, five color. The guy's a jerk. He goes he goes searching for cards. Guy's a jerk. And then finally, Valky, God of Lies. Remember how I brought up Tybalt? I'm just saying, Tybalt's here. Valky, God of Lies is here. There's a reason why this card got banned in modern. Just saying. So, number four, five-color Nismizit. The cards you got to worry about is Bring to Life, Nismizit Reborn, and Valky, God of Lies. Now, in the th- third spot, some may get a chuckle about this, but... This deck is like amazing. Okay. It, to me, it's a bit tronish, a little bogglish, and it's, it's Scrum's Auras. Now, you're going to see this deck in the, the Pioneer Challenger deck. Okay. Let me just tell you this, this deck is, is like a white black version of Boggles. It's a tr- like, I, I want to call it like a, uh, a Voltron deck where you just everything goes on to the one creature and you just attack. This deck is not a go wide deck, so you can get at it. Okay? 
it truly focuses around putting auras on one or two specific creatures and then attacking over and over again. What I find amazing about this deck is, ladies and gentlemen, the mana value in the main deck is not higher than two. It goes two or less. It's ridiculous. I haven't seen a deck like that except for like a stompy deck where it's two mana or less. And Scram's Aura is two mana or less with the exception of the sideboard where you end up having uh, Gideon. I, f- I forgot the, the three mana of Gideon. I forget what's his name. But other than that, that that's ridiculous. And the fact that the more auras it gets, the bigger the creature gets, the stronger it gets, and the more damage it gets. Now, there are three cards here, ladies and gentlemen, that you need to keep an eye out for. The first one is SRAM Senior Edificer. Obviously. Okay? This card allows you to draw. Same. The next one is Hateful Eidolon. Now, if you don't know, this is a one black mana, one, one spirit. If a creature dies, mm, there's damage to be had. And then Karametra's Blessing. Now, I saw this Karametra's Blessing and I was like, meh. Nah, I I didn't think nothing of it. I poo-pooed it. I thought, like, are you kidding me? Like, why would anybody play with this card? But let me read to you. It's one mana, and it reads, target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Okay, whatever. For one mana, instant, whatever. But if it's an enchanted creature, it gains hexproof, and indestructible until end of turn. So guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You try to block it. It's not going to die. That's pretty damn good. You can't do nothing to it, especially with the Hexproof. And as spirit players, you know I know we both know. And the person in the background listening, they know. Hexproof ain't nothing to mess with, man. Ain't nothing to mess with. Oh, and I misspoke. The Hateful Eidolon is not a 1-1. It's a 1-2 lifelinker. It allows you to draw a card when a creature dies. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Shame on me. Slap the hand. This is an amazing deck, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to be honest with you. The number one deck smashes this deck all day, all night. Okay, and even gives receipts. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, in that Scram's Aura deck, Scram Senior Artificer, you got to keep an eye out for, Hateful Eidolon, and Karamatra's Blessing. Now, in the second spot, I picked Burroughs Dex Wins. Burroughs Deck Wins. This is an aggro deck. Did I mention aggro? Because this deck is aggro. It comes out quick. And when I'm talking about quick, it's really quick. I mean, this is a deck that I, I'll be honest with you as a spirit player. You're not going to get under. This deck is the one that gets under us. And we have to sit there and respond to it. Fortunately, we have spells in our deck that we can do that with. Fortunately. Fortunately. Now, this deck is all about speed and casting burn spells to destroy creatures or smashing smashing you in the face directly. That's what this deck does. Now, for those thinking, oh, I'm going to just easily, you know, block a creature that dies, FYI, for your information, they have Loris in the deck. So, if you think that permanent's gone, mm-mm, mm-mm, that permanent's there. It's going to come back. Now, certain cards 
as we, the spirit pilot, needs to make sure we're aware of. The key cards in the deck is Soul Scar Mage. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I could have said Gi2, Lava, uh, Lava Runner, Mon Monastery Swift Spear, Vishino Pyromancer, or even Eidolon of the Great Rhetoric, which I will say. But I'm going to tell you, Soul Scar Mage. Why? Because whenever it deals damage, it gives that negative one, negative one. That's really tough to deal with. That's really tough to deal with. Because when your creatures get that negative ability, it, it's counterbalancing what your lords are doing. And I don't know about you, but for me, that sucks a lot. Now, the next card is Eidolon of the Great Revel, which I mentioned. Now, whenever a player casts a spell with a converted mana cost of three or less, which is generally spirits, Eidolon of the Great uh, Revel deals two damage to that player. Unfortunately, this is a spirit, a 2-2 two -two spirit, and the spirit is working against us. So he's a traitor to spirits and his spirit kind. But that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This card is brutal because whatever we're playing hurts us. Now, the fortunate thing is that in modern, we can sit there and say, well, you know, I can play, play with Aetherval and I have nothing to worry about. Last time I checked, ladies and gentlemen, we're in Pioneer. No Aether Vial. We have to cast everything in our deck. Why? Because our deck is a fair deck, unfortunately. And then finally, the last card that I want you to be aware of is Boros Charm. Now you're going to go, well, Dwight, you know, there's other cards in here that you should consider. Really? Really? The whole reason why this deck is Boros is for two. One Loris, four Boros Charms. For those who don't know what Boros Charm does, Boros Charm deals four damage to target player or planeswalker. That sucks. Permanent you control gains indestructible till end of turn. That sucks. Or target player gains, uh, sorry, target creature gains double strike until end of turn. Fortunately, our opponent gets to choose one of those. They don't get all those three. They get to choose one of those. The one I really don't like, personally, is the gain indestructible. Because I like to see their creatures get go away. But if I'm at low life, I really don't want to see the double strike. Because to me, I'm not in the mood to die to this deck. Fortunately, this is a balanced, you know, this is a 50-50 matchup. Unlike Sram's Auras, we have the we have the victory. Five colorless Mizzet, generally, I think we have the victory. Mono Black with the Vampires, I think we have the victory. Boros, Boros deck wins. Mm, that's 50-50. So, ladies and gentlemen, the key cards. You want to remember Soulscar Mage, Eidolon of the Great Revel, and Boros Charm. Now, this leaves the last deck. Now, I know some of you are going, well, Dwight, you didn't talk about a Lotus Field combo. You're right. I didn't talk about Lotus Field combo. You know why? Because I don't think the deck is good. Honestly, I I think the Nimbisabet deck is much better than that. I think Green Devotion is better. I think Demir uh, Control is better. There's one called Rakdos Argonist. I looked at this deck. I actually think that's much better. I know some of you are like, well, Dwight, how about Is It Phoenix? 
Why isn't that on the list? I think it's good. I think it's just an upcoming pioneer deck. There's room for improvement where it needs to, it's there, but it needs just a little bit of what the French call a little bit of, I don't know what it's missing something. It's right there. And even though it's in, uh, I guarantee, uh, Goldfish, it's going to be one of the top decks there. It, it, it's a good, very good deck. It's a solid deck, but it's missing something. So in my number one spot, and I know some of you are like, Dwight, that's bias. I call shenanigans. Well, you can call shenanigans all you want. I'm going to tell you right now, the top deck in Pioneer is Spirits. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Spirits, hands down, is the best deck in Pioneer. Why? Because it works effectively, efficiently. There's a lot of interaction. And guess what? You know what? We do not have the fetch lands. We don't have the Aether Vial as much as I would love to see Aether Vial. This deck works and wins on its own because it's a fair deck. Now, the question is, which type of deck are you going to want to pick because that's the fun thing about pioneer unlike modern there's only two versions of modern you have the azorius build and you have the bant build you know what ladies and gentlemen i've seen multiple builds i've seen andre segura the spirit master he him and his youtube channel and i recommend watching that because he's a great guy great insight especially with spirits because he is a spirit master i've seen him play mono blue snow build i've seen him play a simic spirits deck i've seen him play the bant version i've seen him play azorius whatever type of deck you want to pick is spirits it can win in pioneer that's the bottom dollar ladies and gentlemen i believe without a shadow of a doubt depending on your local meta you gotta figure out what's in your local meta go to your lgs see what's people what are people playing and then pick the particular version of spirits to win now if you're directly trying to come after somebody and go underneath them do me a favor go bant go bant if you're trying to sit there and get interaction Go Azorius. If you just want streamlined, smooth, draw some cards here and there and say, oh, you're going to target this, I'm going to counter, like a, like a true tempo deck, Mono Blue Snow Belt. And then the Simic, you know what? It, it's just the same. It, it has a different field from the uh, mono blue snow build, but it's the same premise. It's sleek. It's smooth. It's sexy. It just flies. So you have four different versions here, but it depends on your, you know, what you're into, what you're in the mood for, what you're, what, what you desire. Now I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I've built the Bant version. I think it's okay. It's just not me. I built the Azorius version. I like it. A little more me. I played the Simic version. Oh, man. That's almost me. But the Mono Blue Snow build, I love that version, man. There's something about that version. And, and you know what? There is a young man who I will be doing the shout outs who won with that version, who 5 0 with it. There, I'm, I'm going to tell you in the pioneer section, when I do the shout out section, all you know, the three versions, unlike the Simic, the Simic is people don't play it as much. But the Mono Blue Snow Build, the Banton Azores are winning in Pioneer. Now, I'm going to give you key cards and I'm going to give you the key cards per deck. Now in the mono blue snow build, the key card that you want to know about is rattle chains. And why ladies and gentlemen, because it allows you to play all your spirits with flash. And because it's mono blue, it makes your spirits sing. 
and the fact that it has flash. Flash is an unbelievable ability in Pioneer. In Bant, this is a, a just nonsense. Like you're gonna go, Dwight? I did you bump your head? Because of the fact that it's like it's common sense. In Bant, the key card is collected company. This is a card that allows you to dig through your deck. Well, look at the top cards of your deck and put out two spirits. Tell me how that's bad. Explain to me as an individual how that's bad. Then in Azorius, this is this is where people are going to get shocked. They're going to go, really, Dwight? Really? You're going to go there? I think the key card there is Watcher of the Spheres, and it's not even a spirit. It's a bird wizard. That's right. I'm telling you right now, the, the, the card, the key card in Azorius spirit, Spirits is a bird wizard. And why? Because it makes all your other cards one mana less to play. Anything that makes your cards a little cheaper to sit there and put on the battlefield is wonderful. And the fact that, oh, you almost all your cards have flying and it gets a plus one, plus one to end of turn. How's that a bad thing? Unfortunately, like I said, in Pioneer, we do not have Aether Vial. And Watcher of the Spheres is, I hate to call it the poor man. The, the uber cheap, the uh, sloppy seconds of an Aether Vial. But that, that's my opinion. Let me know what you think, ladies and gentlemen. Am I wrong? Am I right? You can reach out to me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com and let me know. So in segment number one, I put number five, uh, mono black. At number four, five colored Nismizit. At number three, Scrams Auras. At number two, Boros Deck Winds. At number, at number one, you pick your poison spirits that's right mono blue bant or azorius you pick your poison now in segment number two this weekend watsy had the world championships as i look in my shout out section for the best of the best the cream of the crop the crumb the crumb so is watsy Unfortunately, they said, you know what? We're not going to use any particular format with the exception of standard. Now, I know some of you are disappointed. Like, hell, why couldn't you just do legacy? If you're going to waste my time. Why, how about modern? Because modern is the most played format, like uh, competitive format out there. Hell, if you're trying to push Pioneer, why not make it Pioneer? Why Standard? Or why don't you just make it the Everyman deck and sit there and say, make it Commander? But who am I? I don't work for Quatsi. I'm not part of the division of Hasbro. But they select, they got their champion. Utah. Takahashi, Yuta Takahashi. This individual is a fairies master. And he won Magic World Championship number 27. Ladies and gentlemen, this story, just, just a humble story about this young man, is that when he played on day one, he went 0-3. Now, I want you to put yourself in his position. You're in the world championship and you're competing against the best of the best of the best. And going 03, let me just tell you, is not where you want to be. 
you go oh four and you're done your day is done just be happy they gave you a uh, uh a show up fee a show up prize but nothing more but let me just tell you this gentleman ended up going and winning 10 straight matches unbelievable he was started 03 and he won 10 straight matches those 10 straight matches gave him the victory he was playing an is it dragons build which had uh it was like a creature destruction with uh goldspin dragon which is now like about 45 bucks and then he was also using a smoldering egg in the deck as well unbelievable in the first place his prize was seventy thousand dollars the individual he beat was uh depressed not depressed but the prez was 40000 Now, the cool thing is, and I applaud bravo, uh, Watsi, bravo, bravo to Watsi, because the fact is that you remember how they took away money and then they brought back money and then they said, well, we're going to give, uh, you know, appearance fees to these players. Well, those appearance fees were $50,000 just to show up at this, at, at this competition. $50,000, ladies and gentlemen, that's more than what a normal American makes, uh, you know, let's say an average American makes. Hell, where I live in the state of New Jersey, the poverty limit starts at 42000 Now, that may shock the world, okay, listening around the world, where I live in the state of New Jersey, poverty level starts at $42,000 a year. These people made $50,000 just for playing Magic the Gathering. And I'm not hating on them. Congratulations. You deserved it because you're the best. So he ended up winning $70,000 plus the $50,000. So you're talking about a total of $120,000. And DePrez ended up winning $40,000 plus his $50,000, making it a total of $90,000. So let me begin by saying congratulations to Utah Takahashi for winning and kicking ass. Bravo, sir. And bravo to Watsi for sticking and, you know, making, you know, the last of the Pro Tour, if it is the end of the Pro Tour, a great one. Unfortunately, I wish, you know, your uh, marketing department would have done a better job for people like myself to view it. I was disappointed that I could not find this. I could not view this. And I couldn't tell my listening audience where to go to watch this. And especially to watch, you know, uh, Takahashi end up going, starting from 03 and winning 10 straight. I'm sorry. I wish I could have seen it. I, all I can tell you is the young man was emotional at the very end. He wept. He cried. He, you know, he, he got into his feelings. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him when, one bit. You think you're out. You think you've given up complete all hope. And then all of a sudden you pull out a, a, something miraculous. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you feel that way, if you ever feel down and out, think about it as that. If this young man could pull it out, you can too. No matter what struggle you're going through, it, just may be, it may be short term, but look at the long term and guess what? It will turn around for you. So that's the segment. Uh, that's the end of segment number two. Now, before I get into segment number three, oh, this is part B of my announcement. Thanks to the ravishing Renata, my wonderful wife, my engineer of the show. She has given me permission to buy Match It The Gathering product, a product, because we want to see how it goes this time around. And I will be giving it away as a prize to a listener. Now, I will be giving this prize away on October 28th. Now, it's a Thursday. 
And I'm going to give it away on a Thursday evening. Now, I know many of you are like, well, Dwight, you usually do your podcast on a Sunday and on Wednesday. What the hell is on a Thursday? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I do a show on Thursday evenings on Twitch with my friend James at Wrecked Productions. That's W-R-E-C-K, the letter D, Productions on Twitch at 9 p.m. We do a show called The Weekly Catch-Up with Handsome and the other guy. Now you can tell who I am, right? And if you say I'm the other guy, then you still have a chance to win this thing, but I'm a little disappointed in you. What I will be giving away, ladies and gentlemen, is because I'm fascinated and infatuated right now with the world of Pioneer, I'm going to give away a Spirits Pioneer Challenge deck. Now I know some of you are like, well, Dwight, I play Pioneer, I play Spirits. Why the hell would I want this one? Easy. Because I don't know about you, I hate swapping out decks left and right to swap it going from Pioneer or to Modern. I'd rather have one Pioneer and then one Modern and then I can interchange from there from that point on. Or you can give it to a friend or family and go, hey, do you want to learn about spirits, the tribe that I enjoy and how I, how I enjoy it? Or give it to your wife or your girlfriend and go, hey, look at this. Let's play Magic together, Gathering together and it cost me nothing because i listened to some guy in new jersey in the state of new jersey in the united states because he decided to give it away so this is the trick ladies and gentlemen ready on october 28th we're going to be giving we're going to be doing a halloween show okay on this halloween show I'm going to ask you for, uh, for I'm going to give you a password. Once you do the password, once I give you the password, the first person that's on my Twitter account and gives me my password on my Twitter gets it. But you have to watch the show. And here's a sneak. Here's this little secret. There's a little segment called Dirk Declan Demon Destroyer. Okay. I'm going to give it away. I'm going to give the password then. Okay. Just so you're aware. Just, just throwing it out there. Okay. I'm going to give you the word. But once I give you the word, go to my Twitter account. Give me the word and you get it. Now, I'm going to do something that I've never done before. Usually I say United States or Canada. Well, thanks to my wonderful wife, the ravishing Renata, I'm going to try to make it international. I'm going to try to ship it to you internationally. Okay. And if you can get it, that's great. I'm going to show, I'm going to text you the picture of me shipping it. And if it gets to you, I hope it gets there. So there you go. So remember Thursday nights, 9 p.m. on Twitch, Wrecked Productions channel, W-R-E-C-K, the letter D, Productions channel on Twitch, 9 p.m. Excuse me, I got a cough. Now that I'm done coughing, don't forget that. And yes, dear, my wife is now pointing me saying, dear, you have a cup of water there. Drink some water. There you go. I'm, I drink some water from my, my, my MTG ectoplasm coffee mug. I'm telling you, when I get a store, this will be one of the few things that I'll end up selling on my store. Everybody loves this coffee cup. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's part B of the announcement. I hope you end up watching. Hell, we're going to be doing an, uh, a show this Thursday. I hope you watch. Uh, it's a great time. I, me and the guides talk nonsensical stuff, but we have a great time. So now down to segment number three. I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Did you make it? I hope so. And if you did not make it, ladies and gentlemen, have no fear, have no worry. You will be here eventually. And I will shout you out and I will thank you 100% for proving your, you know, your, your fortitude, your strength in getting there. So, let me begin, obviously, in Pioneer. 
on October 3rd. This individual got first place with an Azorius build, and it's Arushan, uh, sorry, Arushan, Shanya, Arush, damn, how do you pronounce this? Arushanyan Tigran. Arushanyan Tigran. Congratulations. Sorry, I butchered your name, but congratulations. On October 4th, an individual went 5 0 with a band build, and that's and that is Darth Bellerin. On October 5th, first place with the Nazorius build. Welcome back, Candid uh, Bandit Keith. Congratulations, Bandit Keith. On October 6th, first place, Smirnoff Alexander. Okay? Look at this, Smirnoff Alexander kicking ass over here. October 7th, 5 0 with a band build. IG Fly or Ahi Fly. So it's A-G-A, the letter J-I-F-L-Y. Congratulations. October 9th, first place with a mono blue snow build. And it's Kubota Yokuo. Uh, yeah, I think it's Kubota Yokuo. Okay, congratulations with that mono blue snow belt. Notice how insane here. Bant, Azorius, mono blue snow belt. October 11th, uh, with 5 0 with a Bant belt. Once again, Darth Bellerin. Congratulations for making spirits the best it is in Pioneer and proving the fact that I'm right about every single version of the spirits deck except for Simic because nobody's playing Simic for some reason. And then finally, in modern, October 5th, this individual went 5-0 with a band build. It's the one, the only, the spirit master himself, Dr. Queller. So let me begin by saying thank you very much for kicking ass, proving that Spirits is the best deck out in these formats. Now, like I said, please be patient with yourself. We, as the uh, Spirit community, the Spirit squad, are rooting for you, so have no fear, no worry. You will be here eventually. And I want to thank you, the listener listening around the world, listening or watching this podcast and don't forget to hit that like follow and subscribe button so with this being said ladies and gentlemen i have nothing more to do nothing more to say so i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and no matter what you do just try to stay positive out there try to be like this guy went oh three and, and went ten oh at the very end so ladies and gentlemen then next time you're kicking your opponent's ass make them say that's boo sheet see you next time